Good day, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, depending on where you are in the world. This is Mary Hasworth-Fernandez, and I am the host of Leadership, Legacies, and Legends Unleash podcast. Today, I wanted to do something extra special. I wanted to talk about the gens, the boomers, the millenniums, uh, and the, I guess, the matures. But to me, the boomers are the matures <laughs> and the gens and the millenniums are the same, but some would say they're different. But what I want to do is get excited about what it is that um, is so alike and yet so different in our communication styles. So I want to welcome you to the show today. And I also want to challenge you to really listen in and see, is there a place for you? Right now, I'm excited about the visibility challenge that I have in place. And that is for those businesses out there that um, people may not even know of you because of not knowing where to reach you, to find you, maybe um, the algorithms, however that word goes, are not uh, connecting to the keywords and things like that so that your visibility can get out there. When I started the visibility challenge, it was all about empowering and encouraging our uh, next generation because I was looking to mentor um, boomers and gens. Why? Because every time I do a wonderful, exciting project that I'm excited about, maybe excited to me, but not excited to someone else, but that's the way it goes. I find the mothers refer their awesome daughters or sons. And then it's connecting with that daughter or son to share what it is that you're doing and how this can bless them. So what I noticed was this, uh, there's a process in going and, and reaching a person before they trust you or they know who you are, make sure you're not spam. And so there's a little, little time gap there, but it's time to accelerate our progress. And with these wonderful referrals that I see, I want to connect the energy and the power of the boomers and the gens. Boomers usually refer in their, their next generation, right? And therefore, um, sometimes they trust boomers' ju judgment and boomers' ideas. And sometimes they question it and they think about it and think about it and think about it. And then same thing. Sometimes the gens and the millennials have great visions of their boomers' potential success and transformational skills and things that they are really good at and they just want that for them. So how do we stir up the energy? How do we stir up the pot? How do we get these um, talented, ex ex exceptional, gifted people of all ages to put a little uh, sizzle or excitement in their quest for the best, uh, best life, um, best source of joy, best source of energy. Who needs a cheerleader? Who needs someone to believe in you? It's great when you have people to believe in you, cheer you on and challenge you, right? But what about making it fun so that whatever it is that you're shooting for, it becomes the Olympic challenge the Olympic challenge of your goal. So I'm going to come back to that point as I talk about how we think differently. We really do. Take, for instance, the cell phone. The cell phone, we respect it differently. We do. I can have my cell phone with me throughout the day because I understand now it is a wonderful tool 
that can help you stay in contact with home. You have an emergency contact. You even have um, directions in case you get lost. I remember when I could even use uh, my phone to understand this wonderful thing. Uh, my, my passenger, but we would take these little short road trips out of town. I mean, she would say, Miss Mary, you just go to your phone and you say, Google, take me here. Or, or give Google the, the address and it will take you there. So for years, I resisted because I wasn't comfortable with the phone. Now, can we imagine that we got these cell phones now and we have acclimated ourselves to using cell phones? Now, this is a bit of gen and my boomer, millennial and mature type conversation. And I want to thank one of my mentors who used to you know, really share the differences in our communication styles and would teach us so that we will understand that Yes, we think differently, but we are all excellent in our own right. So I got used to the phone and now I love that tool, but there's still so many things about the phone I don't know. I'll tell you another one. I was sitting at a meeting. I mean, a really nice meeting. I was exposing uh, a team of women of all ages too. And yes, please, I'm not leaving out the sons because these gifted, talented sons, they are like... um, talented and can help, but their language of expertise is almost like, wow, I don't understand a word you're saying. So they say, well, you step over here and let me, let me do this for you. And they do these wonderful things to the computer or to your system or to your bookkeeping, all those great things like that, right? So I was sitting at this great meeting and it was a wonderful international speaker. And he was doing this mega conference where we were in the room and he was on the screen. He was live in one location, but actually in person at one location, but he was streaming live to several worldwide locations. And so I got about 10 or 15 people into that event at discount tickets. And because that's your connection circle, that's your circle of influence. When you know of things, you can help your friends and family make great connections. Does that come with age or does that come with experience? So, you know, we're talking age and we're talking generational differences. So I did this cute little thing and she and one of the young ladies thought it was so funny. What I did was I said, wow, you can take a picture with your phone by holding down this dial and that dial and boom, you got a picture. She looked at me like, where have I been? Was I just born yesterday? Did I not know that? And then finally she realized, oh, she's just learning. (laughs) So you see, we, we value different skills. We value different things, but each of the generations are sugar sharp, super bad, and awesome at what they do. So that is the the Gen and Boomer uh, competition challenge that I'm putting in place. And I call this series, The Manifest. You want to do something? Well, let's do it. Let's not just talk about it. Let's do it. And we're going to give you a timeline. We're going to give you all you need, and we're going to have fun. And we're not in a competition. We're just in a challenge to showcase the gifts of every participant at every age. Now, here are a couple of things about generational differences. Now, I told you about the phone. Y'all don't know about the roller dial phone, right? The, the I don't even know what we call it no more, but that's where I came from. And it worked just well. And it was attached to the wall and you couldn't put it in your car and take it with you. But we learn and we live and we're, we're flourishing in this new day and time. So stay with me. All right. Now, 
in life, sometimes you'll find that our value system or what's important to us or our communication is a little different. Uh, let's take Generation X. Do you call them Generation X or do you call them millennials? Do you know that Generation X has been split into another generation called the millennials? Because it's almost like you have a baby that's born and can use a computer and can sing and can um, uh go to a piano and start playing music? Where did those gifts come from? Are they already in us? So we don't want to sleep on the miracles that are within us. So maybe a generational person may have um, communication styles of skepticism. Maybe they are extremely resourceful. If they need anything, they can find it worldwide. They can find it on their phone. They can find it on their computer. They can analyze, compare, and decide because of their resourcefulness very um, effectively. They like to focus on quality. You know, um, don't ever doubt those babies or those children you're bringing up in your household or those young adults that are raising up because they are so on point with this world that we live in. And I want excellence. I want the best of you. I want your best life possible. I want to see you soar in whatever you decide to do. So it doesn't matter what type of business you have. This is a millennial and gen or generational challenge. And it's about a manifest. The manifest is we will actually, you kick off from the moment you come in. Soon as you're ready to work and you set up that time with me, it's, it's on. Okay, so we'll get back to that. They like to balance their life and they, um, they like to have more like a contractual relationship. So they'll know what's starting here and what's ending here, what's expected here and what's and then they're done with that. Uh, they do have a tend to, they do tend to be a little impatient with boomers. I mean, they want to just get in there, do it, and that's done. But as a boomer myself, I like to know how to do what I'm being taught so that in case you are not available and you just taught me how to do something, that I am not at the mercy of having to wait for the appointment. So that's what I was always taught in that professional journey independence, independent professional, okay? Because you want to learn how to do what you teach. All right, let's take a boomer. The boomer truly kind of like habitually think about experience. I mean, the experiences we have had on this journey from our home as young adults to the workforce, to um, changes in our lives, changing in stages of our lives. We, we really value experience. And I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm speaking from my perspective, okay? They know now that they deserve the best that they can achieve and that life has to offer. It took a while to get there. They don't particularly care for rules because they're confining and restricting. You know, like, I love to have my... Uh, podcast show up at 8 a.m., but that means 8 a.m., so this is a special 8 to 10 presentation. My goal is no later than 10, but on a rare occasion, no later than 8, between 8 and 10, my show premieres, but on a regular, I like it to be there at 8 a.m. because I want people to know when to find me, so why don't I say the show airs on Friday, and it debuts anytime on Thursday. See, that gives me freedom and flexibility. But for a person who says, no, just tell me when I'm going to find your show. <laughs> okay. So we're learning to adapt, but rules are kind of not comfortable for us. Oh yeah. A lot of us boomers, we like the 
Buy now, pay later. What a price we pay for that. How did we get there where we buy now and pay later? It's almost like I value witnessing my life, witnessing my children's life, witnessing every day. I don't want to miss my life for seeking my life. And so I have always treasured looking into the eyes of that day and that child or that moment. Um, it, it's like when we went to Disney and the children were young, oh, it was so much joy because I could look in their eyes and experience that with them. Then they got older and they don't remember. But that was a joy for me, right? And so there's so many habits that we have that young adults have really learned. No, 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 no. Buy, uh-uh. Work, earn, save, invest. They come right out of the womb ready to manage money a whole different way. We have to unlearn a lot of bad skills and habits that we have, but we have survived. They like a lot of balance as boomers. Um, and even if they have a lot on their plate and it seems like a stress-filled schedule, and I love this, this attribute here because I love hitting as many home runs and balls in the park as I possibly can. I like that. It's almost like we changed the way we were brought up. When we were in high school, consider this. When you were in high school, even elementary or middle school, and then on to college, you had backpacks full of books. You had several classes and subjects and topics and areas of study. Then we turned around and we had to pass each one of those categories of classes. And then we had to make sure we hit all the dots, all the bells, and all the, you know, whistles in order to officially graduate or be promoted. That's how we were brought up. Me as a boomer, it seems like we like the balance inside a stress-filled schedule. Okay? So I thought, wee, Dougie, I love that. I am normal. I do like to do a lot of things, but now we've got to learn another tool, which is delegating. So that's why this team challenge is going to be pretty important because the team challenge is not just um, the team against its partners. It's going to be the team against the teams, but it's going to be partnerships between the teams teams, and then your team partners, it's going to be challenges between the two of you, but you're working together. So we're going to cross the divide with this challenge. Okay. This is, again, your host, Mary Fernandez, teaching on the generational uh, communication um, divide or differences. And we're talking about the generational challenge of the booms and the gens, the boomers and the gens. All right. Follow me. You know how I can talk. I could be over here and over here, but it all makes sense. So when you can follow me, you are my ideal audience. You are my ideal listener. All right. So the boomers, um, <laughs> this, I'm guilty of this. Have you ever retreaded a tire <laughs> or, or felt that it was wise to go get a used tire that was slightly used? And they got a lot of places around town called um, uh, used tires because it's economical. It's great for when you have no finances and your finances are tight. It makes a lot of sense because someone just bought a phenomenal uh, high-end car 
and they just had a whim and decided to change those tires. So, hey, why not purchase those slightly used, very nice tires that are maybe half price at that location, but full price at another location? Just bear with me one second while I get this tissue. Well, it didn't come through. Hold on one second. And the reason I do this is because I want you to feel comfortable being you. Nothing has to be perfect perfection-wise, but it does have to get it done. You know, I, I heard Carter say, don't have to be pretty. It just got to get done. Okay. All right. Going back. Yes, boomers love their history. They really love their history. Why do we love our history? Because we have lived and we have survived and we have learned. That's why I pray for my younger generation. It is so worth it witnessing the stages of your life witnessing and experiencing the stages of your life and to be able to help and empower that next generation with wisdom that's the goal but i got a story for you too <laughs> i got a story for you later but i want to stay on trend on, on topic all right so having it all and being noticed for it now that's an attribute that was in this lesson that i've learned this is a class I received many, many years ago and been taught on several different times and so glad that I still have the treasures of my uh, investment because you don't want to throw your notes away. One of the things I, I do is I have what I call brain books. These brain books, they're spiral notebooks. And in years of travel, years of going to the mountaintop to get the education from those that had already been to higher mountains and letting them teach us, I would write and keep those notes. And to this day, I value and I treasure them. So yes, boomers love their history. Let's go over to the gins. The gins are peer focus, very often peer focus. Sometimes they will compare where they are compared to somewhere someone else is because it's such a visible world of resources. And sometimes they will get a little hard on themselves about how excellent they are doing and then downplay that their accomplishments are as great as they are because sometimes that peer thing that the gins can do will get in the way. And so when you look sideways instead of up, it becomes, I think you begin to lessen your skills and your power and your gifts. Uh, uh, we did say they can be a little impatient with the boomers because the boomers wanna know it all. We wanna know all the details. Now, they separated the boomers from the uh, Generation X from the millenniums. And a lot of times people don't want these labels. They don't want people to say, well, I'm a this, or I'm a that. And I understand because when you have a 12-year-old who is a movie mogul, or you have a 30-year-old or 36-year-old or 40 who has learned the art of starting businesses, and knows that at 80, she does not want to be doing what she was doing in her 30s. It's easy today to say no labels for me, no labels, no boxes. We're just talking about, you know, like our families, our children, our love circles, where we, we can see the difference and we work with the differences. And so continuing on, they separated the generations from the millennials and the millennials they love responsible financial habits, responsible financial habits. They have seen it, heard it, 
been through it, done it, and they probably did not like what they saw. And therefore, with all the resourcefulness, they are wiser. So I do want you to know they're wiser in certain terms of how they approach their finances. I mean, I love to hear how uh, people are doing things like saving, investing early, early. <laughs> We're catching up. Our children learn to do what we learn to do later in life. They're doing it early. Okay. They do like speed and they can be a bit impatient. Just a little impatient because that learning curve or that learning style, you know, where we could barely go out of our front yards when we were children. Talking about my boomer experience. We could barely play outside of our front yard. Then we got old enough we could play in the street in front of our yard. Then we got old enough where we could walk down to the cousins' houses, right? And then we got older and we could play within a certain radius. But if that uh, street light came on, you best be home, right? However, our new generations can wake up and go to Europe, Australia, Antarctica, anywhere they want, right there on their phone. And they can even work there from their comfort of their home. It's a different world we live in, but we have the love and the joy of loving and liking and working with one another. But we sometimes, you know, we, we kind of like uh, forget the uh, communication style differences. It's really good when you have a working environment and in that working environment, there's jobs, there's structure and everybody, everyone knows their uh, responsibility. Uh, there's communications, there's rules of order. And so everything works together. All right, continuing on. Now, matures. The matures and the boomers. How are they different? Matures really like hard work. Um, they're very dutiful to country. And they love their community. See, that's attributes of a boomer in my opinion. They're, they're, um, the concept of the world is there's good guys and bad guys. There's right and there's wrong. And saving to the utmost. Some of our habits we have come from our generations before us. It's like, don't throw that thing away. Somebody might be able to use it. Someone might be able to use it. In the, in the day, you know how we love our history, we boomers. In the day, you know, it was like if you had a baby scroller or if you had a baby playpen, you would save those things 20 years for somebody maybe able to use it. Some people don't think like that. Um, now we live in, we have lived in generations of differences where turn in those old things because they are no longer safe. We need to help you dispose of them. Okay. And I had, a lesson one day in church about get that junk out that garage because what you're saving will rot there because you're holding on to it for whatever reason, where the underlying reason could be thriftiness, hate to throw anything away. Where did these habits and these things come from? I think it comes from feeding a, a nation, feeding a community. I think it comes from wanting to help the world because see, they love community. And yet the, the way to help is somebody can use this. 
And then somebody might say, oh, no, mom, it's time to throw that thing away. (laughs) So it's no harm meant in these communication differences. All right. So as we are ready to um, come around the curve, and I explain this boomer and gen challenge to you, because I think in layers, I want you to know that working together is fun. Working with family and friends can be fun. No matter who you're working with, mothers and daughters, mothers and sons, or mentoring 10 beautiful young ladies from your community and 10 phenomenal peers in in life as you walk, wanting to bless them to help them get where they want to go sooner than later, that is how I, I work my, my events. One thing is connected to the other thing and the other thing, and then we exhale and slay in the summer. So here we go. This Boomer and Jen challenge is, when you are dreaming and you know, like you knit or you crochet and you are really good, sometimes that's your secret. But in the world, there are people out there who crochet and it becomes works of art that can go inside of a museum. Suppose you have a desire to go into caregiving or medicine and you work somewhere and you see in your vision that you could do it better. So you wanna start your own business. Suppose you are good at community groups and developments, because I I really enjoy following in the footsteps of so many great community um, volunteers who actually sometimes worked it as a career. And I lived my life just in the free zone doing things and helping because I felt like as I was blessed, I wanted to bless others. And my career was engineering. My career was math and science. Because it was how my brain worked, analytical, strategy, statistics, numbers, preciseness. And then I drew and I painted and I uh, sewed, I made clothes. People used to wonder about those clothes I made. I'll tell you that story one day. And um, all those gifts and talents. What about a person like that and a person who runs a university? What about that? And a person who is in high school or middle school and has five or six subjects and a, a curriculum they must complete. And they're tracking it with self-started energy, self-motivation. I look today at some of the wonderful women I've met. And um, I had one to say she's happy just living there and dying there and going nowhere. And I couldn't understand that goal setting of getting to old age and chilling in a rocking chair or a recliner with all your favorite things in a, in a home, a house, or an apartment, and then growing old and peacefully rocking on away. But then we have young adults who have visions of massive greatness, like the 12-year-old I was telling you about the other day, who sees his financial education traveling the world, being set up in all kinds of communities so that he could pass that gift and talent and wisdom on. And so the Boomer Gen Challenge is going to be all about what it is you want to do. What dream are you sitting on? 
Are you ready to get out of your comfort zone? We're going to cover everything from, you know, like, check these earrings out. I love these earrings. My daughter would probably love them too. But I also love these earrings. These earrings are fun. They're big. They come from one of the sharpest ladies I know. And they're fun. They make a statement. Our tastes are different. So we're going to talk about everything from hairstyles to skincare to fun challenges uh, to um, image when it comes to dressing each other, looks. We're going to swap looks. We're going to do everything, but we're going to get our work done. We're going to manifest a dream. I want to help you take your free things you do and turn them into paid things. Why? Because like the young lady said, uh, I want you to meet her. I got to have her as a guest one day. She says she doesn't want to be 80 doing all these fantastic projects she's doing. But then we have the people that are 80s <clears throat> that are presidents of universities and even the U.S. of and their country. Why? Because that wisdom doesn't stop. You want to pass it on and you want to make a difference. So challenge number one is visibility. Jump in on that train if that is something that you want to jump in on. When you jump in on the visibility challenge, that is all about that's right here on this screen. This challenge is all about getting you out there. I mean, whether it's the, the boomer or the gen or the older or the younger, whether it's the, the son or the daughter, the mother, the grandma, even if you don't have any of those, we'll team you up, but you get your foot in the door. So the visibility challenge is all about you getting your gifts and your talents out there. Let us introduce you to the world. Yes, these are all special discounts things that I'm doing for this passionate run in February. So where it would normally be 232, not 2,320, it has been for the challenge reduced to 126. Isn't that awesome? Why? Because of all the things you're going to do in this challenge. Then suppose you want to get out there and have your own show, TV show, movie star, actor, start somewhere. So that's the podcast class. This was a project I had in my uh, vision last year. I really wanted this out there last year, but things fell through and it didn't happen. In fact, I created the vision for this class and, and I had a lot of wonderful people I wanted to introduce you to, but sometimes you just got to stay the course and get it out there. So suppose you want to learn how to do that. That, of course, is also at a special February discount. That one is 120. It would regularly be 297 or more. But I started it out so that we can get these wonderful visionaries out there. Then there is Level Up One More Challenge. The Level Up One More Challenge is the Force 2022. It is Wuhan's Force 2022. What is that all about? Very often I see my colleagues and my equals and um, other phenomenal people circling the campfire. They are going to events, they're meeting people, they're learning, but they're not connecting and activating and manifesting an end game. So this is Force 2022. They're going to be decisive professionals who work well with others, 
who do business with other powerful equals, because I want you comfortable in your gifts, not comparing yourself, but accepting the power of shared gifting, manifesting something new and something great, yet independent, okay? I want you ready for a new thing, because sometimes habits, you know, habits. Habits can be like um, uh, quicksand, Habits can break you off from what you were already doing, but all of a sudden something happened and fear or something threw you off course. And so you set it down. I don't want you to set down your dreams. I don't want you to give up your visions. Okay. I want you open to learn and I want you open to have some fun and I want you open to, ch to challenge yourself and grow. So the, the I got a phenomenal woman in the Force 2022 I want to introduce you to. As we close, women today are faced with so much. We had over, over, I think it, uh, the number was 200,000 or there was 200,000 women left the job force in 2020 because of the dilemma of who's going to stay home and care for the children. Who's going to, how can I make money and still take care of my children and my family? How can I keep them safe and not expose myself to unnecessary danger? So how can we make a difference in the world? We got to come together and find a way to make it in spite of, to succeed in spite of. And it starts with helping one another right where we are. So three ways to jump on board. Reach out to me over on my website, W-O-H-I by mary.com. That's Wuhan. That's my headquarters. If you need more information and you're ready, please message me on my website, friend and like and follow so that I can connect to you because I can't reach back according to the way the tools are set up in some of the uh, platforms, unless you're in my network or we're friends. But if you're ready for a fun challenge, the second month of 2022, it is time to jump on out there. The door is wide open. Wide open. I am so excited to be part of, of being mentored and mentoring. Think about some young women, some young men that you want to impact their lives and you want to manifest something great and you want to support them to be more confident. So this is Mary Fernandez, your host of 3LU. We're talking about leaders, legacies, and legends. Unleash. Unleash your voice. Unleash your gift. Unleash your talent. Do something. Activate. Let's go for a fun, exciting, productive 2022. It starts with connecting with like-minded individuals. It also starts with getting to know those people in your life who are of a different generation than yourself, who has something to share, and they know you have something to share. Your gifts are all different. So let's get ready for stepping out of our comfort zone and doing something new, unique, fun, and exciting, and profitable to you. Jump on in. When the class spaces are done, we're done. We have to close it because we want to do this for the first three to six months, y'all. Three to six months. Because three months is going to be so much fun that we got to keep it going the next three months and then the next series start. God bless. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Leadership, Legacies, and Legends. 
the challenge of communication across the generations. Let's get ready and do something. Let's come out of that, the shadows and get visible. Let's activate those dreams and manifest something great. God bless you. Find me on Spotify, Apple, all your favorite listening sites. This is Mary Hazel Fernandez signing off. God bless.